Thank you, and welcome to the Husky Boy Project. This is episode three, brought to you by Darren, the OG Husky Boy. Um, But I'm so excited to have Nick Karolakis on this podcast today. We talk a lot about, you know, growing up as a Husky Boy, being in the fitness industry, all the different tools and messages that are out there. Um, Lots of good nuggets of insight for um, really just mental fortitude, along with training and nutrition. I really hope you enjoyed it. there's a little blurb here at the beginning about how I messed up the audio on my end, but Nick, of course, is a much uh, fuller wealth of knowledge. Um, so apologies. I'm going to get better at this over time. Thanks. Um, so obviously, nice introduction. Thank you very much. My name is Nick Karolakis. I am the manager of Empit Subs. Um, it's a dietary supplement sports nutrition company based out in Hop Hog, Long Island, beautiful New York, the epicenter of coronavirus. Um, <laughs> so um, I, I guess just to give a, a brief history, um, I got into this industry um, only six, seven years ago. Um, I graduated college. I played D2 baseball in college. I was a pitcher. Um, then I went, I got lucky enough to get a gig at the Nature's Bounty Company, which is Body Fortress, Metrics, Solgar literally every brand you could think of from sports nutrition to health and wellness. So my, my background is health and wellness, but I, I really specialize and have the most fun, obviously with sports nutrition. I mean, I think everybody does. Um, and then I spent, uh, I actually was regulatory and legal there. And that's where, that's my background in terms of knowledge and labels and uh, the CFR things of that matter. And um, I was lucky enough to, um, head over to ANZ Pharmaceutical, which is the parent company of the company I work for now, MFIT. Um, and with that, I actually came over there as uh, a regulatory person. I didn't even come into marketing. And um, our CEO wanted to go into the realm of sports nutrition and health and wellness. And um, she took one hell of a chance on me. And, um, and so far, so good. You know, no complaints. You know, we're, uh, we're, we're on thebodybuilding.com. Um, things are going well uh the brand's growing and um you know um just fun facts definitely a sports enthusiast but i'm a huge comic nerd i love food cookies are my favorite you oh, huh? this, this is really um, Alex. yeah you guys are very similar, very similar. yeah great at marketing um he's also a comic nerd and huge the only difference between me and alec is that he has two golden retrievers and i don't oh yeah that's fair that's about it other than that you have pretty good beards too and you keep very much in shape like this alec is the guy that won't do extracurricular activities like he doesn't get hurt for training yeah he's dedicated he's dedicated to the craft my friend um, so I have a little segment uh, that I typically call Husky Tendencies. I'm a firm believer that everyone has at least a little bit of an fat kid in them, right? And so I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm curious, yeah. uh, like some of your Husky Tendencies, like what, I mean, also cookies, of course, you kind of just gave, gave it away. Um, but tell us like what, what Husky Tendencies, like foods that you just like, no matter what diet I'm on, whatever goal I have, like this shit's got to work into it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wouldn't even call it like what foods have to be in there because it's, 
so when I when I growing up, I was a very thick child. Um, <laughs> I was I was they called me the thickness back in the day. Um, yeah, the thickness. So I, as I was growing up, I was just uh, you know me and my mom would go shopping at, at the Gap and Old Navy, and ironically, obviously, the Husky section. Um, you know, and my mom would always like, no, we got to go to the Husky section for me. And I was like, what is that? She's like, don't worry about it. Um, you know, and as I was growing up, you know, I you know, obviously you figure things out. You're, you know, you look in the mirror every now and then. Um, <laughs> you're a little bigger than everybody else. So, um, you know, and, and just, just background, you know, growing up, I was always trying to lose weight. You know, I was always trying to cut. I, I've never, this is, and the next month is going to be the first time in my life that I will be in a surplus Yeah. Wow. in my life, in my life. And I, I was talking to, um, to a buddy of mine. He's been in the industry for 40 plus years. Um, and he's like, dude, once you're, since you've been dieting for so literally years, I'm talking ten, a decade, even yeah. just trying to finally get to where I am now, he's going to say, you're going to blow up because your body's never been repairing and recovering and trying to, he goes, it's going to, it's going to be night and day, but nonetheless, um, since I've been doing that for so long, there aren't any really, for me, specific foods that, you know, I'm like, okay, like I'm, I'm very, I'm, I think I'm part of the very minute population that it's like all right, I have, you know, 1900 calories today. That's all I have. I will, I refuse to, to kind of veer off, but that's just me that I was raised in a very competitive environment from day one. Um, you know, I have my, my entire family's, you know, first responders and athletes. So it's very, um, we'll call it military like discipline yeah. um, in and out of the kitchen. Um, so, you know, uh, but there's really no foods, but one tendency I really do have is you know so like i'll have my I, I wake up at four train eat get to work i have two meals at work because that just the amount of calories that i'm having and i get home and usually i just save it i just save egg whites and then i just whatever um but what happens is, is that my dad's a big snacker and we have a big snack closet back there so like if you're ever to the point where you're really dieting and you're you're really lean but the better you look the shittier you feel so it's <laughs> You're, you're, you're trying to offset it. And like, there's these, I have two really, really bad weaknesses. One, um, which actually isn't that unhealthy, which is um, salted mixed nuts. Oh, yeah. Dangerous. Dude, I've housed a whole tub in a matter of 25 minutes. Like, it's, not, it's nothing for me. I'm sorry? Are you cashew? I'm, 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 I, listen, it's 2020. I'm, I'm, I'm about all the nuts. Give me all the nuts. You know, I'm, I just want all the nuts. Um, but besides that, there's, um, there's these little snacks that um, I used to have as a kid when I used to live in Astoria with my family. Um, uh, they're like, it's like, it's like pretzels, um, the little crunchy things, but it's like a, like a, a sweet honey mustard type snack. Oh yeah. Dude, I, they showed up in my in my cabinet two weeks ago. The bag's gone because I come home and I'm just like, all right, yeah, let me get yeah. But it's like late night, like as I'm going to bed. It's not, you know. I used to be really good in college where I would just be like, just you know, my coaches used to be like, you know, just chug two scoops away and then you'll be fine. Nobody fucking wants a whey concentrate shake. I want I want a goddamn chocolate chip walnut cookie you know, before I'm going to bed, you know. But in terms of tendencies, definitely, if I had to pick one it'd be like caving before yeah. bed for yeah. sure no that makes that makes a lot of sense. that's that's one of the things that you know 
even even pussy folks, right? Like most of it comes from not even like thinking about snacking, right? Yeah. Like, it's it's like a no brainer. And I'm I'm so curious whether your parents just like cabinet, right? Full of stuff. Cabinets. Cabinets. Um, like I love my mother to death, but she loves that I'm thicker. Like I just know. She never says it. She goes, "You're husky. You've never been fat. You carried it in your belly." But she's the biggest when it comes. Okay. To See, that's 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 like with my mother and my father. So my dad, you know, has been trying to lose weight for all, and he did. He he lost a couple pounds a couple months ago. But my my mother, you know, she you know makes my dad whatever he wants for dinner, and usually it's lamb chops, which is he kills those. He cr man crushes lamb chops. <laughs> um, you know, lamb chops big on uh, Chinese food because it's just accessible. Yeah. And you know, it it comes down to you know not to sound like the hardo here. But in terms of trying to not veer away from like, I'll call it the Husky way, but at some point, like I, I have, I have a really good buddy of mine, smartest kid that I know, um, has the best genetics in terms of body frame. He's, he's six, four, 285. Like his shoulders are as long as the Grand Canyon. I wish I had those genetics. And every time we train, like he's, he's, he's strong, but he's not where he should be in terms of his weight. Yeah. And that's from consistency, dieting. So like he'll he'll cut for about four or five weeks, and it, 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 he's a big macro. I'm a big macro guy too, but I'm big on it's what macros you eat, not just okay. I'll have pop tarts in my carbs for the day, which is how I started. Like everyone else, you're literally trying to figure out how to fit a Kit Kat in your diet, and I'll have you know whatever. It's no big deal. I'll weigh protein shakes all day, and you know it's fine. But. Yeah, the enabler, the enabler piece is also, you know, it's, it's something that you can't really control, but you, the person that's being enabled has control over that. For sure. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I lived with my mother. Um, you know, I moved back home when I was like super into dieting. So, um, cause I got, I, I posted a photo on Husky Boy of like the slimmest I've ever been because I cut, I did my first powerlifting meet, right? And so I cut. I cut like 20 pounds of basically just water. Pretty, pretty. Basically just water. Yeah, I gained 20 pounds back within a 24-hour period from weigh-in. What? I gained 20 pounds back. How? I just ate, ate like the entirety of the day. I chugged like gallons of water. You gained 20 pounds in a day? 20 pounds. I weighed in. I lifted the next day at 215. That, that's awesome to me. That's awesome. No, I, I couldn't hold on to the bar because the amount of sodium I had. Because uh -huh. I, I was, I took advice from a, from a from a guy that I think he knows what he's doing, but it was like my first rodeo. Like, as soon as you're done, weigh in. Go get the highest sodium, like chicken noodle soup, and just chug it. And so I was like chugging cans of chicken noodle soup, the entire stuff, like tacos. Um, I was just. Housing food, gator, uh, uh, electrolytes back up. I mean, I had a pretty good food, but my hands were just so fat. Oh, you know? no. So, like, the last lift from the bar, it was that, and it felt like I was going to shit my pants. And so. That's a good feeling to have at a powerlifting. I always like, I always make sure before I deadlift, all right, get, all right, I got to be able to shit my pants. Let's, let's, let's lock in, let's lock in pants shitting mood. 
Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it. Let's hit the ball, you know, ground running. Let's shit our pants today, boys. That's, that's the way I walk into the gym. I'm aiming to shit my pants. So I want to talk about um, kind of a couple other things, right? So I, I'm, I'm, I'm really fascinated about um, childhood um, huskiness and the effects of it and like what you carry with you through life and how that affects you, right? Like it's not just this piece for the most reasons that people are kind of fucked up mentally and have you know terrible self-esteem. There's a lot of things that people carry throughout life and don't necessarily go back, address show some love for the situation that you were you were in accept it and be able to move on right um is there a moment in time where you know your your weight i mean clearly you said you you've dieted over the like for decades right um for at least a decade so something from being a husky must have triggered that type of emotion to be able to to make it so constant on your mind that you you have to lose weight is there anything that specifically sticks out to you um so Growing up, I, uh, my dream was obviously to play professional baseball, yeah. and um, there was this really, really competitive travel team called the Bayside Yankees, and um, I, re- I got recruited to a tryout. Thankfully, I was good enough to try out, if that means anything, um, and I, I didn't even make the first cut. Uh, you know, I was an all-county baseball player, so I felt I was pretty good, um, but they still didn't take me, and the coach was like... Um, you know, I, I didn't have, usually I have the stones to go up to the coach after and be like, what do I need to work on? I've been cut from football, wrestling, basketball. I've always been able to go up to the coach and be like, hey, what do I need to improve on? He straight up said, he goes, you're way too heavy. Um, you're way too slow on your feet. Um, he's like, you're, you need to start. He's like, you're a good hitter, but how many swings a day do you take? And I said, about 150. He goes, how about 500? Um, and then he said, well, you also need to improve your arm strength. So long toss four or five times a week. So I'm like, well, fuck. Um, so, you know, um, I, I don't know what it was about that team or what it was, um, but that is what, you know, and thankfully I had, you know, I have amazing parents who said, what do you want? We're going to support you regardless. Um, so that's when, when I was, what was I? I was 15. And my, my dad goes, we're going to get you into a strength and conditioning program three times a week. You're going to do Olympic powerlifting. And from then on, um i've been like absurdly obsessed yeah. and sick to the head in training and going to the gym and like having that battle every single day um because that's what i thrive on that's literally if i didn't have that i would probably be in therapy in terms of speaking to somebody um but you know it's um it, it i just when i when i talk about the gym i kind of get into like a loss of words because i wake up and i'm like all right when do i get to train yeah um, but, you know, being cut for like a specific reason for being out of shape and being made fun of, you know, a, a very large portion of my childhood, especially with bullying. I know you wanted to cover this, but, um, you know, I was always called chubby, fat, whatever. Um, you know, thankfully, I was born with a, an attractive mug. So that was always my saving grace. Um, but, you know, it, little things like that, you know, when you're that young and you get called fat, you get called chubby you know, to us now, it doesn't seem like much. I'm like, all right, you know, I've been called hell of a lot worse. Um, But at that age, you know, at 12 to 15, 16, especially when, you know, your hormones are going all over the place, you're trying to impress the girls. So, you know, when someone just calls you like fat or chubby or for me, for instance, like I'm a hairy dude, like I, I, I'm a furball. So like, you know, even getting made fun of that affected me a lot. Um, I remember, you know, 
tell you a little um, a hair story. In third grade, I'm the first person to have armpit hair, right? Yeah. No one swims next to me in the pool because my armpits are disgusting. Oh my God. Did you know, this is a funny story too. I was in gym class, forgot my gym clothes. I had a tank top under my t-shirt. Um, and then there, my, my gym teacher was like, if I didn't bring clothes, I was notorious early in my high school career to not bring clothes because I was so consumed with impressing everybody. I didn't want to get sweaty. So I just didn't bring, I was like, eh, I don't, this, this is beneath me. Such a loser. And then, my, and then my teacher was like, Nick, do you have a tank top on under that? And he goes, he goes, take your shirt off and you'll pass. I said, fine. I took it off. And that was the first time I discovered I have back hair because um, everyone was literally making fun of me for 45 minutes because it, it's, it's gross. Like I, I literally take care of it every week because it's just disgusting. I can't stand it. Um, but that in and of itself, like not just chubbiness, but yeah. the view in which that you perceive yourself yeah. is molded in such a way at that age that it affects your actions going forward. There's, it's not a mistake that I'm in the fitness industry at all. None, none. And then following that, you know, going in the gym and seeing these monsters, like I, I grew up in a gym, it was retro fitness, but it wasn't your normal retro fitness. You had, garga- I'm talking gargantuan people. And that made me move to Bev's. Once yeah. I started training at Bev's, hooked. Yeah. Hooked. Yeah. So the norm for me was to see like a Juan Morale, was to see like an Arash, was to like see a guy. And I'm like, what the fuck these guys are beasts but that became the norm so now when i'm training and this all affects mindset not to ramble but like it's so true like when you see these guys like i'm i'm, I'm very close with guys so like when when i when we train together and i just see guy and i just see him training I'm like he's a freak one and and it's like that's the norm so like now when i'm in shape now like everyone's the, oh you're in best shape of your life i'm like nope i'm still no nope, i'm still gotta do better not even close nope not even close um you know but i genuinely mean that that's the sick twisted part but it those things like you said the the bullying the impressions that you are made upon you at that young age truly mold you not even from a fat loss standpoint but from a career path what you like to do who you associate with for sure well there's a reason why i'm friends with bodybuilders there's a reason why i'm friends with you know guys in this industry it's because you wanna not not that you don't want to be part of like the fat crowd, yeah, but it just it moves you. Sure, and I mean some of the most dedicated, disciplined, and humble individuals are in this industry. Now there's the other spectrum too, of course, within this industry. Um, yeah, but uh, you know you know the good ones when you meet them, right? Um, it's it's funny. Um, I'm actually. I'm extremely impressed that you had the dedication to continue with the sport that you had that at. I had the opposite effect. Really? I, had a, I was on a traveling, I, I really wanted to be on a traveling soccer team. Mm-hmm. So like a U9 traveling soccer team. I was good enough for a tryout. I made it. I got on the team, but I was the, by far the biggest kid. And I used to have, because I was so big, like everyone called me like the boot, right? Like, and I, would, I wouldn't kick the ball right. I'd kick it with my fucking toe, but I'd just go. And at, at nine, like that, sure, that's kind of impressive. But um, we're at a tournament, and I, I remember there was, a, there was, and we lost a game. And one of the dads came up to me, um, and he was like an assistant coach, and he was, he was a kid on, on the team. I went to high school with him. But his dad came up to me and goes, 
You know, Decker, you'd be a lot better off just being a water boy because you can't run up and down this damn field. And I'm like, fuck. And that, like, I I went home. I cried. Oh, my uh, God. It still fucking bugs me to have, like, a grown-ass man say that to a nine-year-old kid. I would have kicked him in the dick. Well, yeah. I mean, fucking kidding me? looking back now, but I quit. I never, I didn't play soccer. Oh I never played soccer again. Like, straight up. Do you know do you know where that guy is now? No. No idea. I would find him immediately. I'm sure he's hating his fucking life. Because he probably hated his life then to be able to say that to a nine year old. Exactly. Like, looking back, you know, like there would there would never be a point in my Overcompensating. life. Overcompensating. Yeah, where I would ever feel the need to say that to to a kid on a nine year old traveling soccer team. Um That's cool. it it cut deep and I still haven't fully gotten over it. And I hated his kid. Like, not like it to his face, but in my head, the entire time, like, you're a spawn of that guy's sperm, and I fucking hate you just as much as I hate that guy. And that's fine, too. Like, that's totally normal. Yeah, and so, like, that that was my experience, and so, like, I never played that sport again, Um, and then I was like, I got to find something um, that I feel like I can belong in, and then I started being a thrower. Start throwing shot put this. I'm like, fuck, I could be as fat as I want. No one's going to bat an eye because I'm around all these other chubby kids. And yeah. I, found, I found my belonging in the Thoreau's community uh, in seventh grade. And, or actually, I started in sixth grade, and then I did it in, in seventh that's grade. That's impressive to start that sport that early. But that's, uh, I mean, just, I guess that's, that's, the, that's the difference, right? Like, um, I wish I, I, I had the the mental fortitude and the strength because I really did. I loved soccer. Um, and you still, you still watch it? It was my, no, not anymore. I, I, I completely cut it out. Oh my God. It was my shit. MLS, like I followed it. Like that was, that was what I really enjoyed. And um, I, cause I played it since I was like I know, three, like I was in leagues. And so it, it just cut me off. But nonetheless, like these are the things that, even just these one instances yeah. can affect the entirety of your path in life. Um, and, you know, I, I held on to that probably for, I don't know, I, I went to therapy um, like a couple of years ago just because my entire world like crashed around me. Um, but that was one of the things that I had to address in therapy. Yeah. Because yeah, of Listen, I, 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 full disclosure, I, I've talked to people too in the past because I've had my own issues along along the way. But um, yeah, like like you were saying, you have to address the things in the beginning so you can. It's kind of taking two steps back to take three steps forward. You got it. Yeah, you have to. You have to. And it wasn't even like like the fat part, right? It was the the insecurity that I just laid on myself and, and brought through because of that in that moment, right? And there's there's tons of these moments through life, and you have to be able to go back and address them and move forward. Um, let's talk about all the fad diets that we've done <laughs> because of this. Uh, I, I, I know it's, it's a crazy world. Like even, even now, probably more so than when we were younger. Um, oh, not even close. Different messaging, like what's, what's right. Like, um, oh. but give me, just give me a thumbs up or thumbs down because every Husky boy I've ever talked to took hydroxycode. Uh, yes, I took hydroxycode. <laughs> Everyone, yeah, was, that was that was what I all. Like, I cut and when um, what was it called? 
uh, when USP had the, the, what was it? It was it hydroxyl pro or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, with, the, with the DMAA, yeah. I took that like candy. <laughs> weight loss, weight loss. <laughs> no. so, so I guess, you know, with, with fads, right? Like, um, oh yeah, you're, you're going to open a book here. Yeah, you, you say don't fall for fads and there's a, there's a lot out there right now, yeah. right? You know, what, one, you know, what were, what, what's the list of all the diets that you've tried? Oh, and okay. what, what are your, what are your overall learnings from this? Yeah. Um, so the cool part about this is that being in the industry I'm in, um, I get to listen and pick the brain of some of the most influential people in this business. And it has literally been a dream come true to just, even just, even if it's five minutes at a booth, just to like talk to Lane Norton. I spoke to him about like 10 minutes, dude, he, he broke it down, sent me a book and like he, the man. That looks forever. If yeah, no yeah. is um, fucking gold mine. Exactly. But the thing is little, like little tidbits like that, little gold nuggets, people don't even realize. But I mean, I've tried, I've done keto. I've done um, keto wrong as in no carbs and no fat and a lot of protein. Um, I have done paleo. I have done bro dieting. I FYM. I have done just eat whatever I want until I hit like, you know, a certain number. And I've done portion eating, which is the, the, the threes with uh, quarter year, uh, a third year plate veggies, a third year plate protein, a third year plate carbs, like four or five times a day. I've done um, uh, like the, I, I've, I've literally, I've been coached by, I, I want to say uh, maybe five, I've had five, six diet coaches, only two of whom, which have really, were, uh, three, three of whom were only half of them. Um, one, um, what, do, you, do you know who Louis Marco is? No, like, so he, he like covered bodybuilding and stuff. I, Louis was my coach um, last year and completely crash-sided me. Wow. I was, a, I'm 189 right now. Um, and he got me down to 191 from like 225. Um, and literally what happened with, with Louis was what Lane talks about in his book, which we'll get on later. Um, so he, cra he, he gave me, and not a knock to him, like he's, he's doing it. No, I wouldn't call it the right way, but he's like, he'll give you six meals and he'll put a certain amount of carbs, proteins, and fats in there. And then as your week progress goes on, if you're not making progress, he just strips stuff out, which is not the fucking way to do things because you, you, how do you calculate things forward? You just can't. Um, and then, oh, what? Like I, I was losing too much weight. You're going to add you know, 40 grams of carbs, you know? Yeah, but you could, you could fucking fast for 24 hours and still gain weight. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's so many, but there's also so many variables, which again, well, that's way down the line. Um, but man, I, I, the, the coaches that have worked for me currently right now, was, I've had the same coach now for a year and a half. Um, he's up in Canada. Um, shout out to Cam, but also Cam's diet worked and um, uh, Michael Hearn trained me for a little bit for about a year and a half. Um, and that, that's when I was at my strongest. I was eating like a motherfucker. And I was inclined reverse benching like 315 for no fucking reason. That's um, yeah, dude. Like the, the guy gets a lot of shit because people don't think or think he's on other things, but he knows his stuff. He's been in this industry for 40 years. The man knows his shit. Yeah. Regardless of if I'm natty or I'm not. Like the guy, he he looks like that at 50 for a fucking reason. Yeah. 51. I mean, I'm another 50 plus year old that's got yeah. a lot yeah. like that. 
Like, the, dude's, the dude's got, he's got good help. Yeah, the guy knows what he's doing. He's regardless, coming, regardless of what do you think of him from a morality standpoint. Well, he's, his hair's not falling out, right? Like, no. if he's been converting to even ball. Oh, he has amazing hair. But that's what I'm saying, though. Like, he knows his stuff regardless of what you think of him from a morale standpoint, like, regardless of what you think. Yeah. Um, but my coach now and Mike are really the only two guys that, like, really genuinely work in terms of my diet, but actually, like, max it out. You know, um, but in terms of fad diets, I mean, I think you'd agree. It's just, it's one common denominator. Always. Being a goddamn deficit. And I say it that way because intermittent, I, how many times have I done intermittent fasting? Like it's whether you're on keto, you're intermittent fasting, paleo, whatever, carnivore. I've done that too. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you're in a deficit, regardless of your macronutrients. It's just whatever's convenient. And is it sustainable? Which is what Ben Kane loves to say. That's, um, that's, the, that's the biggest one I know. Um, you know, for me, like, and, and body types are different too. Like you're going to feel yeah. my macros might be different than yours as long as I'm in a deficit. Because for me, like, I'm, I'm, I know for a fact that I can survive on yeah. um, a carb diet and feel fucking awesome. So like my macros right now, I don't have more than 150 grams of carbs a day. Oh, lucky you. That's high for me. <laughs> That's high for you, dude. My macros right now, because I'm at, I'm in the last two weeks of my cut right now. So I'm at I'm at um uh two fifteen protein, eighty carbs, and forty five fat. Okay. Okay. So are you typically like a higher protein higher? I'm a, I've always been a high protein guy. Always high, so high, high. And your fat typically outweighs your carbs for the most part. Um. Typical bodybuilding diet is pretty equal with like protein, carbs, and low fat, right? That's the I'm, I'm right now. I'm low fat, low carb, high protein. <laughs> it sucks. We're on the tail end of, of a cut. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, but then we'll obviously and then slowly reverse back. And so, what are your calories now? Are increased? Like, are you are you have you addressed your metabolic rate through kind of reversed? dieting to increase the calories that you are consuming and able to, to I mean right now I, I haven't even I've just been I've been actually had the same macros for about three months now where it's just slowly 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 because I dude I've been dieting what happened was again going back to the Louis thing yeah. after and to touch on what Lane talked about in his book I was at 189 the day after the Arnold was my birthday last year and I was with everybody um and we, they threw me this big, nice birthday dinner. I ate everything in sight. At the time, I was having like 50 grams of rice. I didn't, it was ridiculous. And um, from then, I just went home and I just started eating normal again. Yeah. Literally, like when I say normal, I mean normal. Um, and I gained 45 pounds, like in a matter of two months, maybe. <laughs> Dude, I was like, I wasn't huge. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll show you guys pictures, but like, it was. Was it the Was it the picture that you posted right before you started this next one, where you, where I said? Oh, that, oh yeah. Thick. Yeah, it was. It it was. It wasn't bad. It was like I, I didn't look overweight. No. Um, it was just, dude. It, the worst part about it is the body overshooting, where you you gain your weight and then some. What happens is, is that triggers so many other things. My testosterone levels naturally went. My digestion is awful till this day. I have to take 
uh, like um, uh, I think like 100 billion CFUs a day, and I have to t I, I take 15 grams of glutamine. I take everything that I turmeric, ginger every day, every morning. Every this is now for six seven months. I finally got into a routine where I'm like this is clockwork now. But um, you know, I had to fix so many things, especially my digestion. Like I, I know for a fact I can't have more than you know, four iced coffees a week or else the acidity will build up on my stomach and then I'll gain five pounds of water within a day. Um, I know that ground beef and salmon, although naturally digest slower, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> although naturally digest slower, I can't have that at night or else I will weigh in heavy. I have to have either egg whites or chicken past 5 p.m. or else I'm heavy the next day because I weigh myself every day. Interesting. Yeah, so it's figuring those things out and kind of saying okay what works what doesn't and that goes along with training too and this is what i tell people when you whether you're talking to a mic whether you're talking to a, a low liner or whomever you want to look to guy for instance with training guy's style of training is very intense um some of those things i can't like i've trained with guy multiple times i don't do everything he does and i encourage this and the same thing with dieting this is a parallel here is that I encourage everyone to try keto, try paleo, try whatever, try FYM. Take it with a grain of salt, take what works, release what doesn't, and then what you're left with is yours and what works for you. Because what works for me, training style, may not work for you. It definitely doesn't work for Guy. And, you know, it, in terms of just kind of being willing enough to hear somebody out in terms of their theories and what works for them and how long they've been doing this. You know, like, you know, uh, what was it? Who, who went on a rant the other day? I forgot who it was, but he's like, I've been in this industry for 30 years and you're going to tell me that this doesn't work. Like it, it, when you say it out loud, it sounds stupid because most of these people on social media, these, these guys that are putting out like training programs who haven't done shit, like, it's like, Oh no, that that's wrong. You look awful, dude. Like what, how, how are you telling me that's wrong? You look like shit. Like, why I'm owning the huskiness, right? Like I'm, I can at least, I look what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, no, but you understand what I'm saying. But like, even if it's like, you know, like for instance, I, I, when I was last year, when I was cutting, like I, I put out, uh, not any, I put a, a program out, but I was offering just help in terms of like, Hey, if you guys want just coming from, you know, a former Husky person, like just how to lose weight. Cause it's, you know, most of the, the programming was just, how to not veer off like it has nothing to do with diet and training especially with this this what we're talking about now like overweight and uh mental fortitude things like that it was just tips to say hey like it really just comes down to how much do you really want it like i ha i have friends who are more than capable have more access to more machines and coaches and who make more money than i do but it it remains to be seen no one's outworked me yet yeah. So it's one of those things where it's a how bad do you really want that change, you know? And if it's affect you that much, then you do. Or if you just don't care. And it's okay to that this is the one thing I want to stress in this in this conversation. It's okay to not give a fuck. Yeah. Like it's completely fine. It's just it's just those people who the one thing that I will mm, is if you don't want to care, that's fine. Power to you. Eat all the cookies. Fuck you. I'm jealous of you. But if you decide to complain that you look like dog shit and you're eating fucking cake every day, which is again, not a problem. Just don't bitch and moan that you look like shit in your fucking bathing suit in the summer. 
That's fine. That's it. That's my only pet peeve. Don't complain if you're not willing to change anything. That's it. So I think there's like paradigms, right? Between, or, or at least par parallel paradigms. Mm -hmm. Dieting and mm -hmm. food for individuals. So like what we said is diet, not, I don't want to call it that, eat, right? For consistency, right? Mm -hmm. And what you enjoy that's giving you the results you want. Yes. It's true for training. Like for me, you're not going to see me start training for like a marathon. Mm -hmm. I love lifting heavy. Yes. I, I will never do a program that doesn't lift heavy. And when I get big, it's because my diet falls off. I eat whatever the hell I want. Mm -hmm. I'm still lifting heavy because that's like probably the most consistent thing I do is just work out. Yeah. When you eat like shit <laughs> and, you, and you lift heavy, you can get pretty fucking big. That's what, that's, what, that's what happened to me my freshman year in college. Um, you know, I, I signed as a catcher third baseman, ended up uh, tearing my elbow and shoulder in like eight different places, but that's not the problem. Um, I just, I started working at the gym. And again, this is how I kind of really got into the whole thing. And I discovered supplements my freshman year from ironically bodybuilding.com. Um, and I ordered the signature series stack, the fat burner, the whey protein, the shaker bottle, the, the pre-workout and the aminos. And I, I had a, I had the subscription that would come to my every month and a half or two months. Um, and I would just fucking just take, I didn't even dude, I didn't even read the back panel. I was taking fat burners at like 9 PM at night playing halo till five. Like <laughs> we were, we were, I think we were ahead of our time. Back then. Dude, Jack 3D. I know, like, you know how, like, not cycle pre workouts, but like, they were like one tub a month. I went maybe five, six straight months with DMAA in my system. Like, I was clearly addicted to drugs. Like, that was definitely, I'm a recovering drug addict. It has to, like, that's, that's, that's what this is. Um, but it's crazy when you think about it. Like, for instance, like, I, I bought Ghost Gamer. I want to check it out. Um, but like things like, for instance, like I'll, I'll buy the product. I'm like, Oh shit, this is, this is pretty fucking stacked. Like I know it blows my mind that I didn't even look at the back panel. I just suggest, I just took what the guy said at the store and said, this is dope. Take it. It's so funny. At like 17. It's so funny. I, I, I don't know if you know this about me, but I launched a online retail, um, supplement company. <laughs> um, I don't know. Was it 2014 called protocol nutrition? And it was, you know, stick to protocol, like that's stick to the plan and okay. the results, right? And I found when I was setting up this stupid microphone that probably is fuzzy, um, last night on my laptop, I found a video I recorded in 2014 of my first supplement review, and it was uh, Rift Juice by Betancourt Nutrition. And I was looking at the back label and reading it to, um, <laughs> for my YouTube, right? And totally don't know what the fuck I was talking about. Like, oh, it's got tyrosine in it. Oh, it's a building block of protein. Like, that's that's great and all, but there's more benefits than that, Darren's. Like, oh, I'd like to see, you know, green tea extract. I knew nothing of what the fuck I was talking about looking at. Okay. Um, but I was taking it, and it made me feel good. And it made me but doesn't it, doesn't it, like, when you think about it now, doesn't it scare you a little? Like, I didn't even know what was in this, and I'm just taking it. Like in, fact, in fact, I had no idea I was taking like a feather, like from like, like none, zero idea. I just knew I was getting heart palpitations if I got my if I ran hard on the treadmill and I took it. Dude, I until this day I'm like, 
if someone asked me what's the most dangerous thing you've ever done, taking Jack 3D original formula three times a day. Yeah. Morning workout, midday pick me up at night. Yeah. So here's here's our lesson, folks. Do some research. There's a lot of good people out there in this industry. A lot of good people, not the majority that sucks ass. <laughs> yeah, like I I, I I do trust Ben in his reviews a lot. He cares deeply about um I look, quick little shout out to Ben Kane. Yeah. That guy, I gotta say, just in terms of just genuine human being like marker, through the, that 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 guy is and, and just I'm a fan. I love talking shit with him. Such a great dude. To him specifically, but uh yeah, if so Ben uh Ben is like a co-creator um in of price plow. So if you guys want to see good reviews of transparent brands that are doing cool things, I know their shit inside and out. Um, another, another person that I just shout out that I've learned a lot from just in the last, I would say year is Justin Hall at supplement snoop. Oh, dude, he's a great dude too, though. Another, I'm just, you know, these are, these are great, like free outlets of information for you to educate yourself on what is out there. And but and also D to C unless you've done some research. Exactly. That's yeah. like and also there's, there's I I believe Paul Paul uh, Paul Callahan from Bullfrog Nutrition yeah, yeah. just put out a uh, supplement course for people to kind of uh, yeah. wrap their heads around the industry and it has Lobliner has um, who else is in there um, Jay's in there. Uh, yeah, dude. At literally everybody within the industry. Uh, Geffen's in there also, so he they did a fantastic job with that. So shout out to Paul Callahan. Brands that are really good, transparent quality, and you can feel good about taking these products. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was it was the wild west. I think uh, I think I I wish I knew it was you know knew then what I know now. Of course. Yeah. But, but that's all, again, that's that's all part of going through not going through the motions but you gotta I, you gotta be naive to learn yeah and and just so everyone knows like we are in the sports nutrition industry right it's it's part supplementation is part of like our passion because we're at that point right in in the prog in the progress if you want to lose fat do not turn to a fat burner go to the first things that we talked about nutrition and training start there that's in. also that's an, an, another pet peeve of mine is um you know whether it be at the gym or somebody on instagram on the fit channel be like so like i'm trying to lose weight what should i take and i said salad like <laughs> like just eat less like it's it's fucking like if you think about it you know i and then they're called supplements for a reason listen i i love my job but i will never tell you like you could look at any video i've made about torch our fat burner the formula is awesome. It will enhance your fat loss incredibly if you use it the right way, if you train fucking hard and your diet is on point. Not 80%, 100% consistency, day in, day out. It's like, you know, and people will say, oh, well, if I have like this piece of cake, it won't kill me. No, it won't. You're 1,000% correct. That's why I can get away with eating my cookie dealer cookies every now and then. I can get away with it. But the way I kind of see it it's like for instance like taking bcaa's every day intra workout mm -hmm. if you take it once a week or three four times a week while you're training intra workout you're not going to adhere to the five grams a day that build up and so you see those benefits six months from now 
you know, and again, just like cardio, you could do, instead of doing hit, you know, three times a week, you could walk a mile a day. But if you only do it for two weeks out of the year, but if you do a mile a day for six straight fucking months. Big difference. Not even close. And, and it's, I, I've always used them as a tool, right? Because mm-hmm. um, I enjoy the different flavors. Right? Yeah. Oh, same, same. Um, so I, I wake up in the morning at 5 a.m. to go work out, and I'm like, I'm ready for the sweetness that is my pre-workout in the morning. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I'm also addicted to the What pre-workout are you using right now? Honestly, um, I'm, I'm trying out um, Morphogen Nutrition's stuff. Um, so because I'm, I'm on a cut, I take their uh, Morpholine, which has about 200 milligrams of caffeine in it. And then I take Morphopump, which is their pump product. And then this morning, I also stacked with that um, nice. Ghost's uh, Strawberry Bubblicious um, because it's, that's 200 milligrams of caffeine. So all How the much caffeine do you take in a day? About half a gram? Typically about a gram. All right. That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, but I, I, I used to be much, much higher than that. Um, Same. Same. But, but I, I was an energy drink, um, energy drink guy. And so I, I used to pound that like it was water and then i i completely fucked my adrenals um, same same i've had the cool significantly on the caffeine yeah and so I've, I've definitely dialed it back a lot um but it 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 helps and then i i take another take another 200 milligrams of that morpholine midday uh, so what i've what i've been training is I, I lift in the mornings um just so i can get it done and then in the afternoons when my daughter naps that's when i go do my cardio um and so i'm Try and get trying to trying to do two two workouts a day to to make sure and usually I don't I just neglect cardio completely but when I'm on this cut I'm like, I'm doing a challenge against uh, four other guys right now it's just like sorry, a, sorry, yeah. a thirty a thirty day challenge just to just to give us something to work towards because accountability yeah. is a big piece too especially for um, myself like I need a goal um, yeah. if I don't then I just kind of fall off and so I did a challenge uh, I want to say three, four years ago, and uh, me and my buddies, they were like, we're going to do a 30-day challenge, and whoever looks the best or whatever, like, uh, it was like, they'll buy a dinner, and then um, it turned into, okay, everyone put 50 bucks in the pot, <laughs> and they didn't realize what beast they awakened in, in terms of, oh, prizes on the line, oh, it's not even going to be close, I'm going to work out two times a day, eat eight meals a day, you're going to get smoked. Um, and I didn't realize that there might other, there might be other competitive people in that group. Um, turns out that there is someone just as close as competitive to me completely. Like it wasn't even close, like completely shit on me. Like he was, he was pulling like 600 pounds at 18, just a genetic freak. Um, but consistency is key. I'm the winner now. (laughs) Yeah. Now. Years later, I don't, I don't yeah, know literally, maybe ten years later. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Um, I'm so curious. You know, what What were you at your your peak, like your heaviest that you've ever been, like weight wise? Two thirty eight. The two thirty eight. Um, and then you, how how tall are you? I am five eleven. Okay, so we're about the same height. Um, yeah. but I think I'm I'm a little bit of a broader build. Um, yeah, probably. I, I carry a lot of I. I've always joked like I have mother, mother or childbearing hips rather. Um, that's always been my. I find though I find like 
like husky people like not completely overweight but most of my friends are, are athletes as well but most of their weight is carried around the waist it's not yeah it's not like yeah arm shoulders are fucking ready to go legs are jacked it's the waist it's the, it's yeah. the and that's and that's why I'm a big proponent of uh, hashtag nips up nation. Um, nips up nation. Back from the nips up. Um, that's why, like, when I go to pools, I go up on the edge, like when I'm in Vegas. So I hide the belly, but look super jacked. Um, oh boy, let him know. No, it's funny. In college, I got up to 285, and um, and I would eat everything in sight, but I lifted heavy. I was a hammer thrower, um, and but just to put it in context, in seventh grade, when I wrestled, I wrestled in the 215 class in seventh grade. I weigh, I weigh 225 right now. So it's like, shit, you were soft, <laughs> right? I, I, was, I was soft. Um, my belly was there. I, I know I like to post uh, childhood photos of me with just like this, this pop belly. Um, but let's, uh, let's kind of talk a little bit about you know, even, even as a kid, like role models, right? Yeah. Even my role models were big. Mm-hmm. Curious if you, if you also had big role models and not, not, not even like big in terms of size. When I was growing up, obviously my, my life was baseball as a kid. Yeah. Uh, so, um, as when I was younger, my my favorite players obviously were obviously you love your home run headers i was a huge huge mark mcguire fan yeah loved big mac i loved roger clemens i loved barry bonds i loved ken griffey jr ken griffey jr was the only guy that was like kind of you know let's call him a twig with just unbelievable power like for that what made no sense but um i definitely molded my game after mike piazza and mark mcguire yeah Uh, Love those two. I'm a Yankee fan now. Um, always have been, but um, those guys, something about their game because you kind of relate to them from because Mark McGuire wasn't no the guy was an animal. Yeah. Well. Um, so those guys is who I you know really molded my game after um, or tried to. Yeah. Or tried to. Um, you know, but um, those were my role models. But as I got older, I got into WWE. Um, yeah. I'm still a pretty big wrestling fan, um, but guys like uh, what's my call? Obviously, everyone loves The Rock, but I loved Hogan. I love Stone Cold. Um, I, like I start, I started watching when John Cena started coming up, yeah. and I was like, dude, like I, I hated his gimmick. Hated his gimmick. I think he's his, his gimmick is very douchey, yeah. but the man is an absolute Terminator. Like till this day. Yeah. absolute peace but i definitely looked up to the wrestlers and then as i saw that that's when i really got into bodybuilding type training and then i started getting into holy fuck who is this guy ronnie coleman yeah what who, is ronnie coleman? Yeah. who the fuck you can't tell me he's human you can't tell me flex lewis is human you can't tell me that phil heath is human you like these guys are animals and the, the mindset that you have to go through to get to that point, I don't even want to attempt to understand. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, everyone, not, not for nothing, not to bring in the, the steroid talk, but no one, like, it's like, it's just like, oh, he's on gear. I could do that. No, you couldn't. No, no, no you couldn't. No one can. No. 
it's 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 a it's a rare breed. Um, yeah, no, but you have to be twisted in the head to be a pro bodybuilder. Twisted, yeah. sick, like sick, twisted, gone. <laughs> I love that. You do. you do. Like, listen, guy's one of my closest friends, and I tell him to his face. Like, when I we did an interview once, and I was like, because he was asking me, like, all right, what motivates you? And I'm just like, listen, I just want to make my family proud, and I want to be able to leave my family, you know, you know, a nice little cushion when i'm you know all said and done that's what pushes me i, I also like competing against myself every day i want to become the best version of myself yep. um, but him guy what pushes him in the gym he's like i'm thinking like i'm under a truck and if i don't get 10 reps my mom's dead i'm like <laughs> what dude this is going on our youtube like we like what and he's like oh, you want an honest answer there you go um but yeah, man, um, as I've gotten older, I don't, I, I don't want this to sound the wrong way or come off like cocky, but I don't really like, like I have aspirational aesthetic figures in terms of physique, but I don't, besides like my, my father and my grandfather, I don't look up to anybody. I just, I simply just want to outwork myself because I have a firm belief that no one's going to outwork me. That's just a, a gen, not a genetic thing, but it's something that's been, hammered in my head from such a young age well there's i mean you're what 28 yeah there's probably not too many 28 year olds that are getting up at four o'clock every morning and <laughs> just so you gotta and and my friends hate me for it though only because they're like oh well you know i gotta i gotta do this like i have no time to prep i'm like so just get up super early and prep your food well yeah. then i'll only sleep five hours i'm like so then you only sleep five hours like what it's super easy like just get up like what's wrong go to bed earlier like that's it not even that even if you are a guy that like sleeps like goes to bed at 12 o'clock and you like and because it's a work and training and whatever but you have no time to cook get up I, I i'm i'm very very big on like there's really nothing you can't do not me everybody yeah everybody something? has shit going on Everybody has shit going on. And if you can't, if you can't seem to figure it out, yeah. then you genuinely, you can't say that you want it to happen. You can't. Well, you're going to, just so you know, you're going to have to keep that 4 a.m. schedule, you know, as you progress and get older. Because yeah. when you have a kid, you're done. Oh, fuck. I know I am. Yeah. I know I'm done. I know I'm done. Go goodbye, natural bodybuilding career. Goodbye. Yeah, just so everyone knows, you know, Nick was on here saying, if you're not starting a side hustle during COVID-19, fuck you, you don't have a kid. Get out of here. I know. I wasn't, I was speaking to a specific demographic. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. No, so it's my, my role model just to, just to share. Um, And I'm wearing a Bears hat because I am a Bears fan. Uh, I crossed sides to Packersville when I was younger because I loved Reggie White, the Minister of Defense. Really? Big, thick lineman in the middle, but it was loud, it was positive. I just, I loved it. And so I, I bought a cheese head, I had a Reggie White jersey. Like I was, I, I was a Packers fan for- You're, you're from Chicago, right? I'm from Illinois. Um, okay, yeah, same thing, Chicago. Not really, um, but yeah, everyone, everyone from Illinois is like, yeah, I'm from Chicago, even though they might live like two and a half, three hours away. Um, but I lived in Chicago forever. Um, but yeah, it's that was that was my dude um, because he was 
the thickness, right? And he was badass. And then, um, then I moved back after he retired to become a Bears fan. But that was that was my dude. I I, I followed him, um, and I, I rooted for him, and that was during the Brett Favre days too. So, dude, that so that's so funny because I was when I when I was first introduced to football, I was a Giants fan, right? And just so happens the first year that I was a Giants fan, which I'm not anymore and haven't been since then, right. uh, was the year the Giants were in the Super Bowl against the Ravens. Okay. So I, had, I remember I was in front of my TV. I had a Kerry Collins jersey on. I had no fucking idea who he was. Um, and I don't think anyone else will remember who Kerry Collins was. With all due respect, he had one really good year with the Titans after that. But nonetheless, um, after that year, my uncle – was uh their Jets fan. They've had Jet season tickets for thirty plus years now. So after that Super Bowl, when my uncle saw that I was wearing a um a Giants jersey, he had Jets tickets, Jets hats, Jets gear. Every month I would get this package full of Jets shit. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, "Wait, is is he really doing this right now?" My uncle brainwashed me. He signed me up for the Junior Jets Club as a kid, and I I am the biggest. I am unfortunately the biggest Jet fan. That you will have a signed Jamal Adams thing here, and now he wants to be traded, but that's not the topic, which is ridiculous. But my favorite player growing up was Brett Favre. Oh, wow. Not even close. Brett, Brett was, when Brett got traded to the Jets, I, that was my sophomore year in college. I have never been so happy in my life. <laughs> when Brett was a oh, and the thing is that that team would have been good, but Brett got hurt. But it's funny, you're, you're, a, uh, you're a Bears fan. My dad's cousin is Ted Phillips. My wife just crawled underneath the back of this to grab her. Oh, phone. that's normal. Yes. <laughs> yeah, totally normal. Uh, it's hilarious. Um, so, you know, I, I, I definitely want to touch a little bit more on kind of Husky Boy. And you actually, you actually sent it to me and you wanted to talk about where and how you want to help Husky Boy Nation as a, as a go for it. And so I'm, I'm super mm-hmm. curious what mm-hmm. that meant to you. No, I mean, when you first started this, um, and, and not for anything, when we um, when we were onboarding onto MFIT, we're still getting to know each other, things like that. Um, and I always, when I saw that, when you were launching the Husky Boy, I was like, this is like, it, it, I just found it so relatable um, because I've never like, you see all these types of movements, especially now, not, that, not knocking anything, but you see all these things and it's like, all right, you can't really relate. You can't. Yeah. Whether it be your your weight, your race, where you're from, what food you like, anything, you you struggle not to not relate. But my Instagram feed is full of bodybuilders, uh, places to eat, and um, you know high school friends. That's yeah. really it. Um, and then I saw your page, and I was like, he's fucking got something. Yeah. That that's something really cool. Um, and at least at least from my standpoint and what I want to do and what I'm going to do um is not even along the sides of empath but what i'm going to do and i was I was going to tell you later um so what i've been doing for the past i would say about three weeks now is i've been coming up with kind of a guide we'll call it the husky guide, husky guide. or like like tips and um tools of the trade um tidbits from pros that i've worked with tidbits of information links to videos that really helped me not even like fitness related, not even training related, just mindset, motivation. And then obviously there are some tidbits of like health and wellness and stuff in there. Um, but what helped me? 
and like little notes like for instance like what helped me won't help you in terms of you have like i can't stress this enough it's not going to take a week it's not going to take a month it, it may take two years it may take 10 for me it's literally taken a decade for me to get to where i am yeah. um because it's been this constant flux um and everybody learns at a different pace so if i can take a decade worth of bullshit and non-stop and just be like this is what i've learned this is what i'm continuing to learn here you go um so i, I want to like make something that's easily whether it's a website or it's a pdf that you email out i want to be able to give that to you guys and just be like here you go here's your tidbits here's your notes and we'll we'll obviously try and do some collabing with Empit too to kind of yeah nice no, that, on top too that would be absolutely awesome and that that of course is is part of what i want to be able to to do is bring more people in that relate to this topic right mm -hmm. and like how cool would it have been if you found this as yeah, like 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Yeah. I wasn't online like at all back then, like we had our AIM. That's all that's all that's also not to cut you off, but this is also a thing that not annoys me, but it's like I don't and like my parents would always tell me when I was younger, like you don't realize how lucky you are. Um obviously now you everything comes around, but sure. uh, you know, when it comes to this industry and like let's call it the Husky Nation, you don't realize how much these kids have access to and it's a it's a blessing and a curse but if you're really trying to learn there's no other better time to be alive yes ever you have guys from from guy to lobeliner to um to paul to chris to sean roden to buendia to i could keep going that give really good advice but again the concept is you have to take what they're saying with a grain of salt try it that's the thing too people don't want to try shit they want to just they just want to take it and then oh your program sucked it didn't work well it probably didn't work for you but there's a reason why these guys have testimonials because it worked for somebody else yeah you know um and also so. that's 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 a that's something that you know we continue to see a lot is like oh this guy did this mm -hmm. i'm gonna do the same thing like you see a lot of person like fitness trainers now have like their app. I'm going to share with you what I, what I do to work out today. Well, first of all, bullshit. That's not what you do. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. but they're, they're like, just to show people like what you do on a daily basis and thinking that someone else could just follow that same path. It's, it's not going to retain the same results as the person. No, that, and that's the thing though. It's like the one, the, there's, there's a couple people on YouTube that one's not with us anymore, but that I, I know for a fact, that what he was saying in his videos is literally what he did. And that was Rich Beyond. Yeah. Rich was the only guy in, in, in a group of guys. Who, like, I'm not saying, let's say, I keep bringing up Michael Hearn, but let's just say if Mike, you know, does his reverse bench or whatever, you know, does he really do that? I don't know. But I, you just saw the, authentic, the authenticity in Rich's content that I was like, this dude's really eating a tub of Ben & Jerry's every fucking night. Like, he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> He didn't give a fuck. I mean, that was unfortunately his demise, but unfortunately, you know, God rest his soul. But, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of people out there that are putting out good content. And I think this industry gets a bad rap because of obviously, you know, certain extrinsic forces, you know, that a lot of people in this industry use. 
Um, but it, it's too good of an industry and too helpful of an industry just to let that stuff kind of, you know, let it overshadow the good. Well, can I can I tell you like what my dream is for like what this looks like long term? So besides like creating like content and information um, and just guiding individuals, I truly want to create like this group of just like men that were husky, learned it, and like are the pinnacle of this group. Like if I can get Evan Centipani on here, right? Because have you seen his chubby kid photos as a kid? Oh, oh he was super fat. Yeah? Yeah, super fat. Wow. But like a gangster, like super fat gangster. So go check out his. Um, I got it. Um, I got it. Because he's, he's the one that I'd love to talk about, like how that molded him to the absolute iron giant that he's been for years. Um, because he was, it looked like he was, he was big up until about high school. And then he started like, getting tall, leaning out, and learning how to, how to lift. Mm. Um, but I've probably only been on this path. It sounds like you started well before me, right? Like, I, I didn't get into fitness mm. and understanding diet until I met my wife, which was probably seven or eight years ago. Mm-hmm. I, ate, I thought I was eating healthy by eating Tyson pre-grilled chicken, frozen chicken, and heating it up in the microwave. Mm-hmm. Or, canned corn no one in my household ever made fresh food Mm -hmm. i cook a piece of salmon and vegetables on the stove seven years ago that's how far behind i was on at least the nutrition piece right and just those things like like oh shit this is easy it tastes really good and i'm really full right and i'm seeing i feel better and i'm seeing results and and that that's another piece too is like i want to be able to teach people how to cook for themselves as well that's the thing too is that like i have a lot of like i help friends out with their diet and nutrition every now and then but the biggest thing that they say is like it's one a time thing that's that's i i find that horseshit but so i don't even acknowledge it um but the the ability to cook um it takes time yeah. It's a lot of trial and error. And what happens is when you fuck up once, you're like, listen, I used to suck at cooking. I'm by far the second best cook in my household. Like it's not even close, but that's because I've been literally cooking for myself for a decade, yeah. literally a decade. And I, I, I don't go out. I mean, every now and then, trust me, I will go out and have a nice fat steak, but um, 99.9% of the time I'm cooking my steak, my sweet potatoes, my rice, my shakes not, but you get what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't rely on anybody. That's, you have to really try, but then you start getting creative. You find out what spices really mesh well together, what vegetables go really well together, you know? And um, it's a lot of trial and error, but again, like you'll, you'll see all the, all the pros that on all their videos, they'll tell you like one consistency is key, but guys, it's a lot of trial and error. It's not going to, it's like, there's, and listen, we're in the era of instant gratification. So everybody wants, you know, oh, I want to look shredded in like 30 days. Like, and then I see like shredded in seven day workouts. What are you, it pisses me off. Cause it's like, you're, you're, it's clickbait one, two, you're not being realistic. And it's like, I just, I never understood the, this the is instant crazy. fucking gratification shit. Right. Like it's the, if you, if you lose a shit ton of weight in seven days, you're going to gain it all back plus some 
within a day, not even, like within hours. Yeah, like, and that's and that's like what they're saying from like the, um, you know, I I hate I hate to love the show Biggest Loser, but like most of them are extremely unsuccessful at long term weight loss, right? Like, and that's that's really that's really sad. I mean, can you imagine the stress that that would put on someone's body to go through all of that? and then gain it all back plus some like it's it's not it's not the right way to do and the it. thing is is that those habits are formed for so long that's why like listen like of course do i do i give my father shit when he eats not as healthy as he should be of course but i'm also not gonna hammer him as much as i want to is because i know those habits are formed and they're they're not like oh you know, disgustingly unhealthy because they're really not. I'm just a, I'm just a dick sometimes. And I, you know, I, I want to see people do better. That's just my thing, my shtick. You um, want them to have heart disease. <laughs> ex- exactly. Like that's the thing, like, and you know, that, that's the part that, that, you know, there, there there's a specific person that, you know, I, I used to train with at a gym that I, we, I didn't really get along with, but the one thing we agreed upon and that we shared was that I literally wanted my clients success more than they did and that's why i stopped training people i stopped because i i'm like i'm the one why am i following up with you on a friday to check in with me in your weight yeah like I, I shouldn't want this more than you like you're paying me yeah that's what that's why i completely stopped like if people ask me to help them out of course am, am i like a, a guy sister nino or whomever no not even close but i i know what it takes to to make that transformation in a healthy sustainable way well, let's 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 tap into that just a little bit more. Um, so you you train people, right? Mm-hmm. So would you? And this is this is something that I'm finding when I'm talking to some trainers. Um, mm-hmm. Even now that I'm like working on the our digital app Body Fit a lot more is I love that app by the way. It's I'm on, I've been doing F F FST seven for uh, three months now. Better, I think it's going to get really good. Really. It's gonna get really good. Yeah, I love. I use that app every day. You know why it's gonna get good? Why? So I'm helping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but no, it's 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 a it's a good app. I use it every day. Um, and just from from a tracking perspective, I think there's a lot of stuff that you know we need to to dial in if we truly want to be a total fitness app, which is um, you know being able to track macros at least not not to cut you off but what has helped me tremendously with that app and what took me from here to like i I don't want to say from from here to here but like in terms of my workouts in such a deficit because when you're in such a deficit that i'm in right now my workouts blow thankfully my strength i have been genetically gifted strength i've always been strong as fuck but when I'm dieting, my strength doesn't leave. But what happens is, is obviously you have less carbohydrates in you. So you're not going to get you know, the best pumps in the world. You're calorically depleted. Um, but what has helped me is the timing on the rest periods that notify you. Okay, shut the fuck up, go. It's, it's, it's literally changed. Like, especially now in a bulk, I, I, I might, might, the one thing it's a double-edged sword. <laughs> like I'm strong as fuck, but like when I get really big, my pump holds for, I can literally have a 20 minute conversation between sets and still look fucking huge. Yeah. Um, but I hope that's because I hold water like a motherfucker. That's just who I am. We hold water different. Yeah, no, dude. 
both yeah. dude, I, honestly i was talking to my mom the other day and she was like i like so she i was telling her like i got two weeks left of this cut she's like i'm just worried what's gonna happen like afterwards and i'm like thankfully i have an awesome coach um so you know i check in with him every day um i'm just like dude i'll show i'll show you uh screenshots of my my spreadsheet you're gonna be like you're you're literally insane um like it dude it's it's like week 50 like macros i weigh in every day it calculates the macros and the average weight that week next to it the card like dude it's honestly though for me for someone that you know i'm losing but it shows i'm losing a pound a week and that's what we were saying slow stable slow and steady wins the race but it's a consistency key that you need to have you could you could do it if you can do it for long term right like yeah you can get those results like if i if i were just dedicated straight up for half of a year i would i probably would be able to see my abs you wouldn't you wouldn't you would undoubtedly be able to <laughs> undoubtedly you'd, you'd be able to see your abs in three months yeah and i've never probably been consistent for that long ever um, you know, you know what also pisses me off too. Not not knocking anybody, but everyone's like, "Oh, schedule a photo shoot in three months." No, no. Oh no, it'll keep you dedicated. No, that's an awful idea. People say that. Yeah, in the bodybuilding community, they say that like till when you're weight little, just you know, it'll schedule a photo shoot. It'll, it'll uh, you know. No, I'm not spending eight hundred dollars to not look with in a photo shoot. Like fuck you. <laughs> like I don't know why people do this. Like I've thought about it. Don't get me wrong, but like. When you say it out loud, I'm scheduling a photo shoot to, to lose weight. Um, I can no. post on Instagram and get like eight likes. Um, so it's the fourth, right? Tomorrow? Are you, are you still you sticking sticking to it? Um, it depends. If I have family over, um, it just really depends, man. It depends on the weather. If it's raining out, I, th I think I think I'm probably doing nothing. Um, actually, let me check the weather. But if it, if a family comes over, it depends, man. Ah, shit, it's gonna be really nice out tomorrow. Um, <laughs> maybe a beer or two. I don't know. No, see, the thing is, like, I don't. The only things I drink now are like white claws. Yeah. It's the only thing I drink. Who say that to you, Justin Hall? Doesn't I, like him. Oh, he he gives me some some shit for drinking whiteies. Dude, I love white claws. Mm. But ten calories. What's the what's the new one from uh, Barstool? The Nooners. I gotta yeah. try. I gotta try me some Nooners. I, I yeah, dude. No, those are they're dangerous. They really <laughs> are. No, but like if I drink, that's the only thing I'll drink. If I'll have a cigar every now and then with my buddies. Um, but in terms of like if we have a party, like if I have family over and there's chips around, like I'll pop one or two because they're there. I'm not gonna sit there with dip and you know. But what I make sure I do though is I have little I have little cousins, so I make sure to whoop their asses a couple of times in basketball and like get another workout in. But I'm being serious. Um, <laughs> basketball. No, it's awesome. So um, we're probably we're running a little long, um, but I wanted to be able to um, one give you an opportunity to just like if if you saw this is this is how I like to pose it. If you were listening to this podcast and you were a kid, what would be the message that you would want to say to, to that individual? Um, to myself or just the individual? To, to myself. Um, keep working your ass off. Everything that you're going through right now um, blows. It sucks. It's hard. Um, but just keep going and never, ever, ever 
no, obviously you can never give up, but not to be dramatic, but um, everything happens for a reason. I love that saying. And um, let your work ethic speak for itself because it, it will pay off. It's just a matter of time. And eventually, like I, I tell this to my little cousins, like, um, you know, I like to tell them that like in our genes, we're just really hardworking Greek Cuban people. That's just who we are. We're just hard workers. Whether you're a garbage man, you run a supplement company or you run a restaurant, um, at the end of the day, um, your, your hard work will pay off and hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. But what happens when the really talented guy works his ass off? Yeah. So find out what you're good at and just outwork everybody. And you will be the last guy standing. I am a firm believer in that. Um, but yeah, man, just, and just don't let, don't be so sensitive all the time, man. <laughs> like, you know, that, that's another thing just to like, just breathe. That's, that's the one thing, you know, when it, in regards to bullying, right? Like yeah. If we, if we had the mentality that we had now, yeah. when, like the self-confidence, the, the fortitude that we, had, that we have now, back then, we probably could have been able to handle those situations a lot better. But we didn't know, right? But there's and, a caveat to that, though, is that without everything that myself and you have been through, yeah. I sure as hell would not be where I am I, I'd be successful because I have awesome parents and they push me to be better um but you know I, I I you know with without the shit there's you know there's no light uh, what, what's the 50 cent lyric um I, I wouldn't care for sunshine if it wasn't for the rain or something like that whatever the fuck it is but um you know the, it's it's true though it's true it always it always rains before the rainbow always so. everything everything but and before before things get really good you have to go through shit yeah. have to go through shit and as not not to cut you off here i had an english teacher he said this one quote to me i was i got what was it i uh my stop my not, end of my freshman year in baseball i got called up to the varsity team didn't get a hit the rest of the season i swear to god i was i i, I was batting 450 they called me up then I, I literally, my coach was adamant that I get looks. Because he goes, you're going to play next year, so just get the looks. For the next eight weeks, he batted me second. I did not get one hit. I did not get one hit. The next year, I batted 750. Jesus. I batted 750. But that, and, he, and he told me, he, he pulled me aside, and he goes, if you're going through hell, keep going. Yeah. Winston Churchill. Yeah. Fucking intelligent as fuck. You know, and little little tidbits like that from people you don't expect, whether it's teachers, bodybuilders, families, friends. I can't I can't stress this enough. Like just the good coaches that have like said so much. one fucking thing that just like good coaches, right? Not like the asshole from soccer. Yeah. But I'll I'll tell you my my two that changed my trajectory. One was my high school throws coach because I was if if you know me a little bit, you know I'm kind of a, a, a fucking goofball. Like mm-hmm. two. Um, but I used to be like a class clown, like just do anything for the last. This guy comes up to me and goes, Decker, if you just fucking cared a little bit, you could be really damn good at throwing. And I'm like, maybe I should care a little bit. And then I just, I, I won conference and in both events. And then I went off to college, got a scholarship was successful there and in college I learned a secondary lesson from that coach who by far was is probably the most inspirational individual of all time um he's he coached um track and field at Augustana for over 40 years Uh, 
just just a blessing of a human. But he had one saying the entirety of the time, and it resonates with almost everything that we're saying here, is the journey is the goal. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Like just yeah. be know that you're on the journey and continue it to your satisfaction. And that is the goal. If you're on a fitness journey, be on one, know you're there and continue it. Just don't fall off your journey. Like that's, that's the thing too. And that's what people lose is that you have not, not I don't, I hate when, I don't hate it, but like when people say, well, em, just em, embrace the ride, really soak it in. And it's true and they're not wrong. Yeah. But what happens is, is that you get so caught up in the moment at times. And when you, when you get into those deep, dark holes, you know, it, you really get lost and you, you get, you know, I, I'm a very, you know, avid believer in kind of, you know, you control your emotions. Although, you know, the outside forces may inhibit, you know, negative feelings and negative thoughts. Um, I'm very big on portraying a positive attitude, you know, hoping positive will come back. No, um, and, you know, especially like when in this instant gratification era with all these snowflakes, um, you know, it's true though. It's like, it's, it's whether it be, I can, it literally relates to everything. Dating, dieting, training, your career, everything, your physique, everybody wants like, why won't this person just like me? I just texted them two times. Why can't I get shredded in three weeks? Why can't, you know, I just, you know, eat consistently. Why can't I just run my own company? Why aren't I rich yet? It, it's this, this, this constant thought process of I need to do this. This needs to happen now. And that, is the negative aspect of this generation coming up right now but at the same time the ones who have the right guidance have the parents who are like here here's a learning tool you have all the resources literally in the world and we're going to see such a a, a difference in terms of this generation coming up after me is that you're going to have some people who are the most successful people ever to live because they have so much information now, but they're also going to see the fucking shittiest and most disgusting attitudes you've ever seen and the most self-entitlement, yeah, um, you know, that you've seen in years because you have that mentality. Of, you had a really good reign. Like you deserve that, you know, but you haven't worked for shit. Yeah, I know that makes sense. Is it, you, you know the, what's it, is it the huge fat loser? Aaron? Love him. He had a really good rant about softness. Um, the other day that I was just like oh. Dude, Aaron, Aaron is such a great guy I love that guy yeah he's he seems he's he's, he's one of the infant ambassadors okay yeah yeah awesome. yeah he's a great dude ex-husky boy dude you should get him on I can get him on here for you if you want no yeah I, I reached out to him the other day about um so he's he's been going on about um the gyms being closed right dude don't don't get me started. I don't. That's not because we're gonna make this a three-hour episode. This is ridiculous. That's that's what I wanted to do. I, I reached out to um, our head of body fit and Jazz, our CEO, and was just like, "Hey, we need to help out these gyms. Like, yeah. how do I? How do we? How do we give them revenue and give their their members training, like through body fit? Like, how do I? And so, like, because if they can't open, they need to make revenue somehow. So, yeah, I to use my digital platform to do like a rev share and help these guys out um that's essentially what i wanted to do and so i reached out to aaron because he's been pretty um vocal and i thought maybe he'd know and you, you sent me some contacts too so um go from there but yeah um again thank you so much thank you great um as nick alluded to looks like we might be having some training and some tidbits coming yeah. up 
um, in collaboration uh, with him and, and potentially MFIT. Um, so we'll make sure to let everyone know that these tools will be available um, and we'll, we'll let you know what, what's next for that. And we'll just keep on the grind. Journey is the goal. Stay healthy, stay fit, stay husky if you want. And uh, keep finding the good fight, my friend. Thank you so much, my brother. Thank you, bro. Enjoy the holiday. You too.